It's your girl, Miss Finesse, the host of the show, and we're about to get into this week because a lot has happened. I have a docket for y'all, a fresh docket for y'all, and I can't wait to get into it. So, for first off, how was your week? I know a lot of people have had snow coming their way, you know, they've gotten back into the groove of working. So, my week wasn't that bad. I only worked twice this week. Hallelujah. <laughs> I only work twice this week, but where I work, working two times is enough. For real, for real. Um, but yeah. Um, how was your week? Y'all week was good. Also, I don't know if I mentioned it last week. If y'all ever no, I mentioned that at the end of the show. But anyway, let's get into it. So this week we do not have any plant in the sea moments. Um, if you are a black business or any type of entrepreneurial business, any type of anything. It could not have to be business. It could be you started a fund, you opened up a library. For, I don't know. If you want to be, get some shout out on the Not From Concentrate podcast, hit us up at, hit me up <laughs> at Not From Concentrate podcast at gmail.com and I'll be sure to give you a look. But let's get into these topics because as you know, uh, these topics be juicy, you feel me? Okay. But first thing I want to bring up is this, have y'all seen the cutest thing around, which is a grandmother who <laughs> who was making her nine-month-old baby wash a spoon or wash dishes? And first off, people have to chill in these comments. No, not necessary. You know, ma'am knows her. Like, it was the cutest thing because he was having a ball. Like, he didn't know he was washing dishes. He was playing with a spoon in the water while she talks on the phone about whatever. And everybody keeps saying, because she had water spilled on her shirt a little bit. And they were like, if you do not look like this washing dishes, have you really cleaned? And I'm going to tell you, you haven't, because you have to look like that washing dishes. But I just thought it was the cutest thing, because he really was entertained. He wasn't crying. He was on his stomach. He was really just doing his thing. Like, he was so, you know, just happy. And I was like, that's so cute. That's really innovative. It goes to show you that when people say they wish they had grandchildren first, that's the reason why. Because grandmothers, just this is so innovative. Grandparents, period. Shout out to the grandmother. Shout out to my grandmothers. They on it. Moving on. Uh, Harry and Meg. Now, this is a story that's kind of late because I know it was really popping last week. But I wanted to give my two cents on it. Um, yeah, they were like royal family, chunk the deuce. And I, for one, respect it tenfold. You can't be out here talking about a man's wife left and right, then want to talk about his children, then be one of the reasons why you, why he no longer has his mother, i.e. the British media, and think everything's going to be sweet. So you talk about the woman when she was there, left and right. But you can't be talking about somebody what somebody's wife, Harry's wife, Meghan Markle. You were talking about her like a dog when they first got married. Then you want to talk about her that they're leaving. Oh, she wasn't good enough then, and she's not good enough now. <sighs> and you think, like, I don't understand how y'all think that talking about her while she's there 
and now talking about her that they're leaving is going to make them want to stay. Who wants to stay in that environment? It's very toxic. I don't know how. I've never been to the UK. I don't know how stuff operates over there. But even the queen was like, I support them in their journey. And they said, I don't want your money. We can get our own money. Everything about being royalty. First off, they're never not going to be royalty. Let's just, you know, get that in perspective. She will always be the princess. What were they? They were the of. I'm never going to hold you. I can't think of it right now. And actually, I could look it up. Meghan Markle. Meghan. Meghan. Not Meghan the Stallion. Goodness gracious. Meghan Markle was the princess. Princess of. I'm sorry, I'm typing with one hand. That's why it sounds. They were the, excuse me. Upon her marriage to Prince Harry, this is coming from Wikipedia on, I just Googled it. Upon her marriage to Prince Harry, Meghan became a princess of the United Kingdom, entitled to the style of the Royal Highness, as well as she became the, uh, as well as the Duchess of Sussex, Countess of Dumberton and Baroness of Kilkeel. Anyway. Baby, she was real tea, and you can't take that from her. But I'm glad they're stepping away, and Harry is, um, he's putting his family first versus his obligations. Because as you can see, how that turned out for his mother, when the media, as he stated in his own words, I saw a video on Twitter, um, and I'll put it in the description where I found the video. The media watched his mother die. She crashed, was bleeding out, was still alive as they're taking photos. So, of course... I find it not surprising at all that he was like, well, screw y'all. My wife is way more important in my family because now they have a child than any of you, any, like, than this. So, shout out to Harry and Meghan. You know, hold it down in Canada. But speaking of holding it down, P.O.P., have y'all seen The Circle on Netflix? Just finished it literally today. I, I love it. I love the concept of having the show or have people of the whole social media aspect. How you don't know who people are. You don't know people's intent. Well, you know they want to try to win that money. But you have to really, you know, look within people and try to decipher. Because they don't let you hear people's voices until they're getting boot up, booted off. So you have to decipher who people are. And you got to decipher what their means are. And, you know, via text, there's been many times where I've said something or people have said something to me, and it just got lost in text message because it's like you can't decipher feelings via text. Emojis help, but even then, when you text me something, I read something in how I feel that you're saying it, not necessarily how you mean it. So, um, yeah, the and then they had great characters like they had uh, Rebecca with Sea Biscuit. Uh, Mercedes was Karen Adam was Alex and then Bill not Bill who was the last dawn the last boy who joined it was him and his mother so I like that you could do the catfish aspect but shout out to Joey who won if you watched the show you know Joey was authentic and I thought he was going to be a dickhead I ain't going to hold you the whole time but no he was really authentic he really came with and that and actually there is a lesson to be learned he was the one even though he tried to flirt with everybody but that's him. That's his personality. So you being yourself is always going to win because people can decipher through the BS. I'm sorry, you can. Like, you can decipher through 
people trying to put on the front, people trying to put on the show, because pretty soon people trying to, uh, like Rebecca, she was trying to be too sweet, and that happened to be a guy, but people can decipher through that, even though some people want to believe the best, sometimes you got to go with your gut feelings, so shout out to that, and do y'all watch you on, actually, yeah, do y'all watch you on Netflix, the concept of that show is so weird, it's weird that I like it, it gives you like a Dexter vibe, but not really because it's like you become crazy with him, sort of, kind of, because Joe, who has many aliases, quick background. So basically, Joe is a stalker on the nth degree. He'll kill for you. He'll kill you subsequently. But it's like he justifies his killings, and we all are like, oh, okay, well, you know, hey, justified. But it's, it's you was just weird. A lot of people like it. A lot of people don't. Um, I want your opinions on it. I'm going to put a post about it and comment on it because it's just crazy. Like, he does so much crazy stuff for people who, one, don't like him on that level. And then in the second the second season, I ain't going to hold, I ain't going to spoil it. Nigga turned on to be just as crazy as him. Maybe even crazier. So, definitely you is a, is a top pick on my Netflix. Um, What else? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. There's nothing. And I'm going to watch, after I'm done recording this, Snow. No. What's it called? It was something on Netflix. My my sister just put me up on. Tyler Perry just put it on Netflix. I think it's The Fall. The Fall. From Grace. The Fall from Grace. Um, Starring. One moment. So, The Fall from Grace starring Tyler Perry, Crystal R. Fox, McCad Brooks, Felicia Webb, Felicia Richard, hey, Felicia Richard, y'all know who Felicia Richard is, Claire from the Huxtables, Cicely Tyson, you can't listen to my podcast if you don't know who Cicely Tyson is, get off immediately, and Adrian Pazdar, I don't know who that is, anywho, that's a show I've been hearing about a lot too, so, um, I'm excited to watch that, because I was looking at her reactions, as a matter of fact, I made a few gifts from her reactions, because they said it's like a big twist, also, speaking of Tyler Perry, Y'all heard he doesn't have a writer's room? That's crazy. And I'm not surprised that he said that because watching his shows, literally watching any and every show he's ever written, it's clear it's coming from one perspective because the formula doesn't change. It really doesn't. Woman is scarred because a man did something to her or family that stays together or prays together stays together or man, you know, is heartbroken because wife did went off with another man. He finds a new love. The new love really doesn't really necessarily want him. Like, it's just, or the kids are scarred from their mother's pain. It's just like, it's, it doesn't change. So, Tyler Perry, get some people in your uh, writer's room to help you and help you with what you're writing. Not necessarily, they don't have to take your job, but yeah. Um, And lastly, I want to talk about the number one song that beat out Justin Bieber's Yummy, which is Roddy Rich's The Box. This song I actually didn't think I was going to like. I want y'all to hear it. That's why I'm bringing it up right now. I did not think I was going to like this song. It turns out I love it. Um, well, hold on. Let me let y'all hear it first because it's just, and hold on. Let me let y'all hear it. Yeah. We'll talk about it in a second. I'm just going to play a little bit because, you know, we're not trying to get none of our stuff uh, taken down or whatever. Wait, just listen. Pulling out the coop at the lot. 
Holding for a 12 fuck swat. Buzzing all the bells out the box. I just hit a lick with the box. Had to put the stick in the box. Mm. Pour up the whole damn seal. I'ma get lazy. I got the mojo deals. We been trapping like the 80s. She said the nigga so Got the cash out. Told him wipe a nigga. No. Say slash slash. I won't never sell my soul. And I can back that. And I really wanna know where you at, where? where? I was at, back. Yeah. Where the stash at? Cruise the city in so a bulletproof Cadillac. The Cause I know these niggas have to wear a bag. As you can at. hear, it sounds like something I would never listen to. Like, ah, oh, you would think that'd be so annoying. But in this song, amazing. I actually got hip to Roddy Rich last year when they dropped the freshman class or the freshman class, double XL freshman class of 2019. Mm, which has gone down quite a bit, but music nowadays has gone back in like, actually, you know what? I take that back from the freshman class. I wasn't even paying attention really to Roddy Rich. So he showed me, but they had Magda Stallion. They had the baby. They had Rico Nasty. I became hip to who she was. They had, um, little, some people who clearly I don't care about, but my point is, so the box being number one is a big deal because Justin Bieber put out a song called Yummy, which I really even haven't heard yet. And people are like, oh, Yummy, definitely going to go number one. Ooh. And he hits number one. So shout out to Roddy Rich, you know, the underdog. We all here for underdog story. Shout out to you, my man. But yeah, so is that it? Is that what we got for today? So speaking of the box and speaking of celebrities, let's get into our squeeze question of the week so i asked on my instagram or the instagram of the podcast at not from concentrate podcast do celebrities still need social media training or media training period recently i'm in as as of january 1st stuff has been popping off you've seen so many people um have or so many celebrities going at it with people over social media. And it hasn't just been something in 2020. Since back, when did social media really get popping? I would say 2010, 11, 11, around there. You constantly are seeing, in the pros, celebrities being able to be more interactive with their fans, with their supporters, you know, when it comes to like live on Facebook, live on Instagram, tweeting, you know, getting able to get um, instant feedback, real time feedback. But also on the flip side, it could be a hindrance because when you're going through something emotionally or if an incident happened, boom, people are expecting you to speak on it, answer not necessarily every time are your thoughts together to comment on something, nor do you need to comment on everything. You really don't. As a celebrity, your business is still your business that you want to be your business. Don't let anybody tell you any different. So I'm asking, do celebrities still need social media or just media training? I'm not going to say social media, media training, because um, perfect example of this not being a social media thing, just a media thing. Um, Tom Hanks' son <laughs> was, on the was on the Golden Globes uh, carpet talking in patch, well, Hmm. Mimicking patois, talking about y'all root, y'all man, you know the Hank uh family coming soon come, like just 
speaking in, well, trying to attempt to speak in Patois, and it sent the internet up. Like, what? And he was just like, big respects. I'm trying to, you know, show homage to them, but do you think that honestly was a smart thing to do? Like, I understand maybe you may have a daughter who's, because his daughter's half black. She might be Jamaican, but that, I don't, I know it was, his intentions weren't bad, but that wasn't a smart thing to do. Like, if you had training, I think you would have been trained to know that's something that you just don't do. That's stupid. Um, So, I still believe, and I'm a firm believer, celebrities need to get training. But here's the thing. You don't, to become, I'm trying to think what I'm trying to say. I need, I think celebrities need media training, but also people become, can become famous so quickly nowadays that it's kind of hard to catch everybody because I can do something right now and become viral within 24 hours. So now I have a bunch of people looking at me, a bunch of people coming to view me, a bunch of people coming to, you know, know what I'm doing, know what I'm saying. And you can't prepare for that in 24 hours. But then again, that's just somebody going viral and they come here and leave tomorrow. But I think people who have, like, a perfect example what I'm thinking of is Lizzo. When she put that girl's um, picture out when her Grubhub or whatever didn't come in time. I know she probably didn't mean that much harm about it. But you have over a million followers on one platform. I'm pretty sure on every platform, no matter what platform you have. In this case, it was Instagram. I think you have... How many uh, followers does Lizzo have? Let's take a look. Um, I actually follow her on the gram. Ew, who? What? Get out of here. Shout out to Beyonce, too, with the Ivy Park drawn. Well, shout out to the people that she gave it to. You know, we here at the Not From Concentrate Podcast would love to accept Ivy Park as well. I'm just saying. But no, Lizzo, BB, and Lizzo, BB, and Lizzo has seven. I'm thinking, I said over a million. This woman has 7.5 million subscribers or followers on Instagram. Maybe at the time it happened, she had six or five. So you are now showing over seven or five million people somebody's picture and saying, hey, this one messed up my meal. What should I do about it? And that's just not something smart that you should do. I do believe once you reach a certain level of status or a certain level of notoriety, whoever is working with you, be it a manager, be it, you know, any type of uh, managing company, be it anybody who's overseeing you needs to get you media training because there's just a lot of connery going on that I think can be prevented. Like with the baby, you can't steal off on everybody that does you wrong. Maybe back when you weren't the baby. You could. When you were just Jonathan Kirk, you could. But you can't do that nowadays. Like it's, it's insane. It's insanity. So while I understand the urge for people to just automatically think, boom, I want to get back at people, or boom, I want to react to people, not everybody's worth your time. Like especially when, and I, and I, I can say that knowing that it's not that easy. Because when you're on a higher level, the level of hate and love you get is on a higher level. So me getting maybe, mm, let's see, between 30 to 50 to 100 likes, you know, is nowhere near somebody getting thousands upon thousands of likes daily or messages daily about, hey, we love you and, oh, I hate you. Like, I can understand the frustration, but that's why you need training to be able to handle that. So that's just me. Um, 
on the situation. But what do y'all think? Let me know. Y'all can always comment on the IG and comment on Facebook too. But I think most people can agree that when it comes to being a celebrity, you should definitely have media training to know how to not only, and not only just talk in a way that's PC, because you should still speak your mind. And a lot of times people can tell, you can tell when you're answering just so that you don't get heat, so you don't get canceled, which we're going to talk about next week about cancel culture. And I think it's so asinine, but anyway, um, you can tell when people are trying to avoid a question versus saying what they want to say, but saying it in a way that doesn't necessarily come out, you know, as just a ball of stupidity. Like, you can say, oh, I don't like something, but you don't have to say, oh, like, say if, I don't know, say you don't like cats. Oh, man, F cats, they're stupid as hell, get them out of here. No, that's not how you would say that. More so, you know, I'm not a feline person. They don't, I think they're rude. I think they require too much attention or they don't require enough attention. So it's just not for me. See, see, you portrayed and gave off the same anecdote, the same concept the same point, however, two different ways to do it. But in closing, since we're going to wrap this, yo, I will say doing the podcast by yourself, it goes a lot faster because I'm the only one talking. So, um, but soon come some guest hosts or some features. Is that what you would say? Features? No. Yeah. So, but pretty soon, as of next week or two weeks from now, you will definitely see that I have some, uh, Host coming with me on the podcast to chit chat or whatever. All right, so now let me get into my keep it 100 moment. I'm gonna keep it simple this week, nothing too much. My keep it 100 moment is shout out to everybody who had a founder's day, you know, in January. Out of the Divine Nine, there are five of us the Deltas, the Ks, the Sigmas, the Kappas, and the Zetas who had their centennial this year. Uh, all in January. So shout out to us. Happy Founders Day, everybody. Woohoo. But yeah, that's all I got to say. But yeah, don't forget to like this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give it five stars. Shoot us up. And you can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on Google Podcasts. You can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Caster. You can find us out here in these podcast streets. So yeah, make sure you rate us. Leave us a comment. I read the comments. Please, if you have anything to say, if you want to see something, if you want to be feet, like, just write us up, give us some five stars, so that way you can find us easier, too, in our, in my, I keep saying us, so it's going to take me a minute, y'all, I do apologize, that way you can find the podcast easier, leave us a comment, leave us five stars, whatever stars you want to rate us, if you have, because I want to implement a section into the podcast called Juice Box, where I can read letters and give y'all advice or whoever I have guesting on the podcast that day can read letters and give y'all advice. So you can always email us at notfromconcentratepodcast at gmail.com, Instagram at notfromconcentratepodcast, Facebook, notfromconcentratepodcast. And you can always holler at your girl, Miss Finesse 247 on IG and Twitter, me, just me. All right, but for y'all, I thank y'all for tuning in. I thank y'all for listening to the Not From Concentrate podcast. I'm dropping this joint every Sunday at 7 p.m. So make sure you look out for our podcast every Sunday at 7 p.m. But yeah, y'all have a great week. Be blessed, and I will see y'all next week.